On this episode of Whale Cave, Cecily Nobler changes her voice to date a musician, Kirk Pinchon is really into Bobby Brown, and host Matt Price apologizes to a Grammy winner. Whale Cave starts now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Whale Cave. My name is Matt Price. I am the host of Whale Cave. Thanks so much for listening. Great show today. Cecily Nobler is here. Kirk Pinchon is here. And that that you were listening to uh, uh, Vacationer with their song Good Is New. That song was introduced to me. This band, Vacationer, was introduced to me by Whale Cave alumni, Randy and Jason Sklar, who uh, introduced me to a lot of great music. They actually... They know bands before they even form. Like, they'll call me, like, Maz. They call me Maz. Maz, we met this guy. He just learned how to play bass in Kansas City. They're, he's going to form a band called Barbecue. They're going to be awesome. And then sure enough, literally, you know, turn on the radio. It's like, and Barbecue. Because <laughs> they're on a top 40 station. And Barbecue. Climbing the charts. With their song, Barbecuing. Okay. Um, folks. Little business. First of all, uh, I got a Twitter handle now. <laughs> is it called a Twitter handle? I'm new to it. Matt Belknap is nodding. So it is true. At Whale Cave. Tweet me. Tweet about the show. Uh, hey, also send me an email. If you're in L.A. especially, and you have a story you'd like to tell, or you know someone who, that might tell a story that lives in L.A., uh, Matt at WhaleCave.com. Or if you just want to chat about the band Barbecue, Matt at WhaleCave.com. Or, hey, here's something. You know, the show, is, it's free, and uh, out of a little appreciation, you just write your iTunes review. Hey, I like it. Five stars. Make up a pseudonym like I Heart Whale Cave or, you know, Skinny Deborah or whatever you, you can use both of those, but get a little iTunes love. Um, that'd be much appreciated. Okay, before we talk to Cecily, uh, I have something serious to say. I have my first ever Whale Cave retraction right now. You know, in past episodes... You may have uh, heard me rant about the band Fun, period, with their auto-tune melodies and the period at the end of their name, and the fact that they kind of seemed like they met in a coffee shop, and they were like, hey, let's let's write a bunch of songs that they can do on Glee, you know, and I still agree with all that, but you know what? I've turned the corner on Fun, and let me tell you why. The other day, not having a great day, not, this isn't a sad podcast, I don't need to go into it. But let's just say I was pretty pretty beat driving around, need a little pick-me-up, reached over to my iPhone, tried to get some good music going, knocked it off the power cord. It's on the ground. I'm driving. I can't pick it up. Like I'm going to get in an accident. Turn on the radio. What's playing? Carry on by fun. And you know what? The lyrics were catchy. Picked me up right away, and I carried on all day. I sang that. I work at the Cartoon Network. I sang that song on the Cartoon Network. People were like, shut up. And I'm like, no, no, I'm singing some fun. So fun, if you're listening, and I know that you are. I know you love Whale Cave Fun. I apologize. You've justified that period in your name because you are fun, period. I've realized what it's your fun, period. That's why that period's there. End of story. <laughs> Cannot run fun, everybody. That's the moral of today's Whale Cave. It's going to catch up with you, beat you down with a fun stick. So let's just say fun. I retract that statement. I'm big into you guys. 
I still kind of think you ripped off Queen a little bit, <laughs> but but I'm I'm a big fan, and thank you, Fun, for helping me carry on. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's it. Listen to that. How can you even be in a bad mood right now? I know. It's not just my witty banter that's keeping me smiling. It's fun. Look at that combo. Me and fun. All right. Let's get on with the show. Uh, sitting across from me right now, Cecily Nobler. She has, uh, she's done my show at UCB a bunch of times. Very funny. Big time radio personality. <laughs> Wrote a book. She's crazy. He's a liar. You can get it on Amazon.com. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And it's a real book. Like it, I didn't just write. Like it's not self-published. And right. I put it on Amazon. <laughs> I just want people to. Yes, you can get it for five cents now, but it's real. But at least it's real. Yeah. I mean, I failed. What are we talking? In a real penguin. Way. What was that? We're talking penguin double day. Let's not get into Hufflin Mifflin. What are the who's? Why is that important? It's one of the who's. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Roger Daltrey. Off of whose? Yeah, Roger Daltrey's publishing <laughs> company. Published, just so we, I was the only one he published. I don't know why me. <laughs> well, he published a lot of hits. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, not mine. <laughs> ASCAP is on the phone saying, hey, you published a lot more. Um, well, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I talked about the Sklars giving me, not giving me, but introducing me to a lot of good music. Right. I feel like you've introduced me to a lot of good music, too. I think so. I, Britney Spears, you, you hadn't heard of her. I had no idea who that was. I guess that's right. That song, Toxic, I'd never heard. <laughs> that's right, and I danced around. You danced uh, for a for long time. Yeah, it was yeah, kind of strange. kind of awkward. I felt weird about it later. I felt weird about it at the time. Yeah, right now I feel weird about it. But no, yeah, yeah a lot of indie. I like to, you know, at your yeah. disc parties, I like to bring mm-hmm. you stuff that you haven't heard before. Yeah, and you have. Libertines. Oh, the Libertines, sure. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't even know. I'm going to make you a new <laughs> mix. I'll make you I a new could, mix. I could use a new Cecily Nobler mix. You do. You need one. Um, and not on Spotify either. I want the hard... I don't even understand Spotify. Yeah. Well, it's not complicated. <laughs> I'm not very smart. Just make a list on things. Um, but I, you just told me recently, mm-hmm. and I found this out through Whale Cave with, with a bunch of people that have music taste that I really like, <clears throat> that you were, uh, they were also, they were in a band when right. they were growing up. And you told me just recently you were in a band. Yeah. I'm a very accomplished musician. I just want you to know that. Sure. Uh, this was in junior high. not And I wasn't in the band. I was in like a rock band. Oh, you weren't in Bob Dylan's The Band? No, not no. The Band or also not like the marching band. Like a band band. Sure. No. Yeah, I sure. just want to clarify. No. And um, you know, a seventh or eighth grade, I was the backup singer. Um, we were called Circo. C-I-R-C-O. Circo. Circo. Because, you know, the U2 song, I Will Follow. Your eyes make a circo. And he sang Circle, I guess. Oh, yeah, but yeah, But we yeah. thought, hilarious. Oh, yeah. And I was very into Ian Curtis from uh, Joy Division at the time, so I did those weird, like, spastic dances, like, spastic <laughs> dances during our couple of uh, gigs. And so you were cool we were in 7th and 8th grade. No, but I'm saying, like, you were into Joy Division, and you were making jokes off of you too. Yeah, I guess I was and pretty a band. cool. Yeah. Trifecta. I didn't speak to, I, I had a huge crush uh, on our bass player, and I never spoke to him one time. Ever. Not even during rehearsal. Really? One time, I think we gave him... I didn't drive yet, so my mom gave him a ride home, and I couldn't talk to him even on the ride home. Too like, intimidating? I just was in love with him. It was like my... I can't say it was even my first crush. I had a lot of crushes, but yeah, he was... I think I, st- I, think I still am. 
You're I in think I might still be, yeah. A little, What's his name? Circo bass player. Well, I, fa- I looked him up on. Uh, do you remember before Friendster the what was it called like myclassmates.com? So I I looked him up on that and uh, I kept looking him up. I couldn't find him. I just kept looking him up. And then I found out that did you know that my classmates will send an email if someone's if they find him they'll send an email that says Cecily Nibbler is looking for you on classmates.com. So that means he got that like every year an email that said <laughs> Cecily Nibbler. <laughs> oh, if you just look somebody up. Yeah, if you look him up, it sa- it tells them who. Oh no. Yeah, I mean you know. It, like Friendster stopped doing that and things stopped. I found I found him later on Facebook. I know him now. But it was it was a weird time for me in Circo. Like and I think that's ultimately why we didn't work out because just there was too much your, tension. What what kind of music did Circo play? <laughs> kinda like we REM, a little U two. So oh, you're doing covers. You're doing covers? Oh, all covers. And I my big one, because I was backup, but the one song they let me sing was Voices Carry. The oh, they let you step thing. out? They're yeah. like Yeah. Cecily Noble now. Like, were they British? <laughs> yeah, they were. They you were to Scottish. British, a British junior high school. Yeah. <laughs> I just did that to see if you could do a Scottish accent, which is. I know. Really I was thinking. I don't know if I tough. can. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, we were. Uh, we played Six Flags. We played Six Flags over Texas in Wait, Dallas. What? We got a gig. I don't know how we did it. We were in. Where Six Flags? Are, what is in that? Dallas in Arlington, Texas? In, and was it a, a like an ongoing gig or was no, it just a no. one time like? No, one Can you time. Give Circo a chance. Yeah, let's give Circo. I don't know, like the the music teacher that had put us all together because I, we, I we'd all we were all taking some sort of music lessons. That's how we found each mm-hmm. other, and. Uh, it was raining, so they call, I guess whoever pr- does the gigs at Six Flags is like, well, it's raining, not a lot of people here. Okay, you can let your band come out and play. Oh. So there's no one there. And then whoever was left there, like the four people waiting out the rain, they left after we started playing. We were oh. really, we were terrible. I'll try to find some old... Uh, some old Circo jams? Some Circo. I'll put it on your Spotify situation. I would like, yeah, put it on the mix you're going to make. Me. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll um, do it. So you did all covers. And did you have, was it a big backup section or was it just you? It were just you me. just sort of... Just me, and I wore parachute pants. I just had that memory. Um, sure. Yeah. That, was that it, part of the circle uniform, or was that just you? That, oh, it was, that just, was just your style. Just me. Everyone else, just sort of normal t-shirt, jeans kind of situation. But I had a. Uh, I was really also into Howard Jones for some reason at that time. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get a guitar, even though I, didn't know, <laughs> I don't know how to play. I don't know how to play that, but I want. I thought that might be fun to have that, and I wore big blazers, and you know how he did. Yeah. Sure. You know, I remember the "What Is Love" video. Yeah. Oh yeah, that Angora sweater. I, I feel wore like he was that. a skinny tie guy. He probably Howard was Jones. at some point. Sure, sure. But that was that was an influence. I mean, that was really he spoke to me. Sure, he spoke to a lot of people <laughs> for like three years and then went away. Yeah. So then Circle broke up, and that was Circle broke up, and never spoke about it again. Never talked to each other again. I mean, I found that bass player I'm in love with on Facebook, so we've mentioned it a few times. Um, but so you're don't... seriously into the bass player from Circle <laughs> now. I've, now I've made it a little weird. No, not not really. I've I've moved on. I was. What if I told you he was right behind that? What? Door? <laughs> He's here. Gerald. <laughs> His name was Gerald, the Scottish Gerald, bass yeah. player. Right. Cecily. I can't even do it. <laughs> that was good. That was okay. That was nice. Trying to do my brave heart. Is that in Scotland? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, did you have any groupies at Circo? Because I know we were going to get to a sort of groupie. <laughs> well, that's... Uh, no, unfortunately, I guess I was the groupie within our own band. I was in the band, but also... They let all the groupies sing back up, yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. But no, I wasn't... I'm not... I, that's the thing. I'm not... I'm not a groupie. Never have been a groupie. I'm a full-on accomplished musician. Myself. I just... I just think you need to know that before we... Is that true? No. No. You don't play an instrument. 
I sing in Circo. You, I, I, sure, I you, never play, you play your vocal up. instrument, but That's you don't play a... Yeah. Okay. I a piano, I guess, every now and then. And But were they was Circo cool? Like, were they like... I'm trying to get an image mm. of like, did anyone know you played at all? No. <laughs> no. Nobody. You mean, did other people at yeah, our did school know? did you ever play know? any performances? Or we was did. This the we kind did of thing the Six like Flags. Me and Mike Blyden were in a rap group called <laughs> Booty King in college, but we never did any shows. We, we did just Six called Flags. each other Booty King and that was it. We, we, had, uh, we played a gig, a college gig, and we also walked that. A lot of people broke up during that particular show. I just watched people get in fights while we were playing. And you were 12 and 13 and I you were playing 13, colleges? 14. Yeah. I don't know how so we got... you must got... have been a decent band. No. I'm telling you, I would say, I mean, really, I'd, I want to have something that I've done well, and I don't. And that's, that's definitely not it, if there's any. Like, really, we were, we were terrible. The bass player was great. No, I, I, I can tell <laughs> you have a, an affinity for the bass player. We had a good drummer. I was bad. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. I'm leaving it at that. Okay. I right. sang back up once for Andy Preboy. Really? Yeah. What? Andy Preboy, who uh, is the, he had this amazing musical out here called White Trash Wins Lotto. Right. And then he was at one point, I believe, was it Wall of Voodoo? Yeah, yeah. He was the singer for Wall of Voodoo, and he, which at Mexican Radio, I think, is their big song. Yeah. But he had a show uh, where he was just doing some of the songs. Yeah, that's Stan Ridgeway. What? Isn't Stan Ridgeway, doesn't he, isn't he Wall of Voodoo? Well, then I think Stan Ridgeway left, and then Andy took oh, over, no. I think. Matt Belknap I is... No, no, no. <laughs> Matt Belknap and... We'll, we'll figure this out by the end. Matt, here's what happens during Whale Cave if it's the first time. I always get one thing wrong. Matt Belknap checks it. But then sometimes I'm right. Are you asking Siri? I, I didn't mean to. Yeah, I, I apparently started. It's easy so to Matt Belknap right her. now is checking. But I believe Andy Preboy took over for Stan Ridgeway in Wild But we'll see. We'll find out. Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> um, but anyway, he had this thing of backup. And I, so I, he had this – he did a show and sang a bunch of really – pretty songs that he wrote but i sang back up and it was i found it to be i thought it would be really fun yeah and i found it be kind of terrifying it is it's hard because there's sort of a lot riding on you and you but you also sort of have you're the least important part of the whole thing but you can mess it up the most yes well because in your head if you're in your car and you're harmonizing Mm -hmm. it's great but when you get up there and you can't really hear yourself and all this is it's it's terrible it's really a hard thing to do yeah i I can harmonize National anthem, whatever. Really? Want, yeah, sure. Circo's looking. If Circo needs me, <laughs> I could do it. But uh, I can't perform in front of people harmonizing. Okay, it's just terrifying. It's really, it's really not. And you're right. You kind of are the least. Nobody cares about you. No, it's you're essential, but you're the least important. Right. God, I feel worse. Like I felt okay coming in here today. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm trying to make you feel better. <laughs> no, I do. I feel okay. I feel good. Wait, so I feel like, okay, so you were a groupie no. in Circo. <laughs> yes, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And that sort of brings us to, you were also going to talk about um, another sort of groupie situation. <laughs> well, I think it's important. Later in life. Right, okay. So I, let me say again, you, you keep saying groupie, and I, and I kind of, I cop to it as far as being a groupie within Circo. I do not feel like I was a groupie later in life. I'm not hot enough to be a groupie. I'm not. Oh, come on. No, no, no. And I, that's not. I'm come not on, trying. Now. I'm not. No, more. I mean, stop. Come on. Uh, I, I I've really, seen Almost Famous. I'm, <laughs> she was pretty hot, You could though, totally. Right? Was her name right Penny there. Lane? You're right there with Penny I'm Lane. I'm not, though. And I. All right. So let's just go back. Okay. We go back a few years. Many, many years to Largo. Old Largo. Which uh, was, it is, but at the time was sort of a, I'd call it like a, the 
cabaret space in a way to see music in Los Angeles. Right. Right, and it was great, before, great, great place to see music and comedy. It was a small, and even before the comedy still really is, hit, still is. like, but this is the old one on Fairfax where it was very intimate yeah. and it wasn't hip yet. So people, like the people that were in the know, just for some, for some reason, I knew that these musicians gathered and play, like you know, Amy Mann mm-hmm. bringing it back to Circo and Elliot Smith. I mean, you just wander Wait, in. Was Amy Mann in Circo? <laughs> <laughs> She was our bass player. Wow. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it was just the coolest place to go see. And a lot of people that, you know, maybe weren't as well known, but they would just play these incredible gigs weekly. And I would go. It was just like a religious thing for me. I'd go by myself and Mm -hmm. I wouldn't talk to any. I mean, I wouldn't try to talk to musicians. I just wanted to hear this music and. That's right. So I got really into it. So um, I, I, you know, had a little crush on one of the one of the singers, musicians, I should say. Um, I, I guess it doesn't matter if I say who it is, right? I can say. I think he, the Whale Cave audience wants to know. It was <laughs> he played every Friday night. Uh, John Bryan. It was okay, John sure. Bryan. It was just you know he a does staple this, Largo staple still incredible. a Largo Los Angeles. Yeah, definitely. Great I mean, musician, great producer. Yeah, I mean, a great guy. So, you know. A lot of greats. A lot, really? Um, so, I'm at Amoeba, right? Okay, so forget Largo for a second. Okay. I'm at Amoeba. And uh, and it's very Amoeba-y. You know, it's like, it smells like, what is it? It smells like patchouli mixed with like sadness and broken, shattered hopes and dreams. And I'm with my, a buddy of mine. My, my favorite store in Los Angeles, by the way. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Can you Literally. still, you can still do it? I'm not, you know, I'm, I don't, is this, does Amoeba sponsor the No, <laughs> the not at all. No. Um, I can still do it. Yeah, no, I can't do I it. I wear a baseball hat when I go. Well, I do too. Are you saying I'm too old to go to Amoeba? No, no, oh. there's no such, I, I think really, if anything, you're too young. <laughs> Um, so I'm with my friend Dave and there and John walks in and he know and Dave knows, you know, I have a crush on this guy. So, so Dave, how many times have you seen John Bryan at, out in the world? No, no, no. Like to this point, like shows, oh. cause some people go, I mean, you know, you said you go religiously, but have you, you oh, probably like 30, 40 times. I mean, wow. I went every Friday. I mean, wow. it really was kind of, it sounds kind of creepy, but I wasn't like, no. I didn't t- no, but I didn't talk to any, I really would go with, I would drag friends and usually my friends wouldn't get it. Like how you had to be really quiet at Largo and you couldn't do. And so I would stop being friends with them. It was sort of like a, a litmus test as right. who could be my friend. Cause I just, it was, to me, it, there's nothing like it, Yeah, you know? Um, so this is the first time I'd seen John out in the world. He didn't know me. And my friend Dave starts holding up like different CDs to make me look like I have bad taste in music. And so he's like, hey, he sees him and real loud. He's right. John's right there. And he's like, here's that Michael Bolton. You wanted that Michael Bolton thing. <laughs> and I was like, no. I, I, and I see John. I'm like, no, I had Interpol. I was looking for the <laughs> Interpol thing. And this just back and forth, like madness. He's like, no, you said you wanted to get uh, the John Tesh Christmas album. Remember? <laughs> you said that. And that you wanted like a Jefferson Starship. But you only you can only get it on cassette because you only have a tape player, right? <laughs> like this is – so I'm like, no, I, I love indie rock. Like just crazy back and forth. And um, This is like the beginning of a great love triangle <laughs> indie movie. Is it? Where by the end, like Eric Stoltz is like, I made, I, I <laughs> like Michael Bolton. <laughs> oh, anything with Eric Stoltz yeah. would be nice. Anyway, what happened sorry. to Eric Stoltz? Okay, well, we'll let's He's look. directing. Uh, oh, yeah. So yeah. His, can we bring him in here? Is he behind me? Gerald, bring in Eric Stoltz. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So this happens at Amoeba. It's kind of, it's uncomfortable. Flash forward, we're at Largo. We go to Largo. I do not bring Dave, by the way. I'm not stupid. Uh, I'm with a different friend. Not after those shenanigans. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't, you know, and no. it didn't, it's, it, I don't know what the, what the hope was for that, for yeah. Dave, what he got out of that. And, um, so at Largo, and it's like one of those, you know, when you, you think a musician is singing to you, cause they, like, all they see is the light from the, right. from the light, lighting booth, but it looks like they're saying, so I'm, you know, I'm getting in this dreamy state. <laughs> Even though the song is called like, you know, Katie, like it's couldn't, it's so specific. It couldn't be about me or anyone I right. know, but, um, so I'm kind of getting into that crazy world. And as we walk out, John's actually standing at the door and I said, good show, great show. Um, and he, he kind of grabbed my, not grabbed, just, right. nothing bad. He just kind of, uh, touched my hand and he said, thank you. You know, could I get your number? Which to me, Whoa. I guess he'd maybe he'd seen me or I don't know what happened sure. there. And I melt down. I just completely couldn't even answer the question. Like, I regressed to Circo days, to be honest. <laughs> I could not. Put on some parachute pants. Yeah, immediately. Went, Excuse me. I have something in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Z- zips. Like, um, I couldn't. Like, I, all I'm seeing in my head, I'm seeing, like, Simon Le Bon and, like, Doves and, ne- like, Nina Blackwood, <laughs> for some reason, popped into my head. Like, not even Martha Quinn. Nina Blackwood. Yeah, sure. MTV's VJ. And I couldn't speak. I couldn't remember my number. It was really odd. Ooh. Yeah, it was it was a strange reaction. And so my friend Jen, like, kind of gives me a look, like, Jesus, pull it together. And she writes my number down and gives it to John. He's like, all right, <laughs> so I'll call you. And I was like, he's not going to call. I mean, that was just, I have no idea what that was. It didn't sleep. Like, I was, it was... Scary, exciting. Did he talk to you at all prior to asking getting your number? Or was no. it just literally like, "Hey, he probably, get your number"? Yeah, he had Smooth not talked move. to me. There may have been like a little bit of banter. I just I've sure. blocked it all out. I mean, there's no like I, I blacked out, and I don't remember much really in my life before that <laughs> moment. And so, <laughs> so, uh, so you know, maybe a month later. He calls, and I'm surprised he has a phone. He just—he's so alternative and eccentric. Like he just strikes me as someone that would have like a, use a telegraph, <laughs> like a Morse code, you right. know, like some something different than this. I'm surprised he has a phone at all. Um, and he calls, and he's like, "Hey, you know, it's John." And um, we talk a little bit, and then he, okay, so ask me out. Okay, I'm going to show you. Just so say, Cecily, do you want to go out tonight? All right. Uh, Cecily, do you want to go out tonight? Sure, I'd love to. Like, that's the voice I use. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I, whatever you want to do. It was like a sort of Sarah, Sil- Sarah Silverman-y, like, Victoria Jackson kind of situation. Yeah. I, what, you want to go to El Compadre? <laughs> like, I couldn't control it. That's the voice that came out. And so he, he I could tell that he was a little weirded out because it didn't make sense. It was just a guy. I thought a girl was cute. He asked her out. He wasn't being creepy. He right, was yeah. called. I mean... He it waited was, the month, as we all do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it could have been six months. <laughs> That's right. It's Get a, a six number, month wait rule. a month. Yeah. Baby call, baby Had dad. you talked to him before this on the phone, and then you switched to that voice, or was it just... No, I'd talked to him in real life when I, when I said, great show. I had a normal voice, at this voice. And then when, as soon as he said, do you want to go out tonight? It was like, I would love to go out. Like, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Super creepy. Yeah. Really sad. And so we (laughs) agree on, uh, we go to El Compadre. Okay. Right. You know, you know, El Compadre. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Like, you know. Totally. (laughs) You guys. That's where I take all my creepy dates. (laughs) And uh, I keep ordering just shots of Patron. Just, I'm so nervous. I don't know how to handle myself. And I start to say weird stuff. Like he, I remember this so well. He said, um, 
you know, he was talking about Ro- he's friends with Robin Hitchcock. I mean, they they play together a lot. Mm. And he's like, you know, um, Robin and I were recently talking about how string theory because somehow string theory came up because I always drop that in when I want to try to sound intelligent. So I probably brought it up. And he was like, it's interesting because string theory really can be you can exemplify it just with basic guitar chords. Like he starts to go into mm. this thing, and I want to. I want to say something. I want to. I want to be part of this. So I said, "Yeah," and so can quarks. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Just, like that's not a thing. That doesn't make sense. And he's <laughs> so. Then I just don't. I have no idea what to say. He's he's super nice and giving. Like he's not. He doesn't seem judgmental about it at all. Like he's trying mm-hmm. to go with it the best he can. I, I actually am starting to feel sad for sorry for him at this moment. So then I say. Um, because there's a lull, and I said, like, I'm, I'm really over America. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. And so he's just trying. He's like, oh, why do you feel like that? He's, again, not judging. Sure. And I had no answer. So he takes me back. He takes me home, and I invite him in, right? And, um, oh, I'd forgotten to say before when he'd asked me out, before I, like, was hiding stuff just in case he was going to come in. I was hiding, like, CDs I didn't think he'd approve of, like, you know, like Kelly Clarkson. I'm hiding everything, like, and looking for a shirt to wear that has a skull on it. Not that he'd be even into a skull. Right. Crossbones kind of thing. But I just think, I want to be alternative. I want to be, like, super cool. Um, And uh, so he comes in. I'm glad that I've hidden what I think is everything, right? So then... I start to act like I don't because I want to be cool and not seem like a fan. So I start to act like I don't really know what he does for a living, (laughs) which doesn't. So I said, like, so like you're a musician full time. And he's like, I started getting his full. I mean, no, I said, what? So you're like a musician. And he said, well, you have this my CD on your coffee table. It's just (laughs) on the coffee table for some reason that would. And I said, well, I didn't know you did it full time. And he said, well, you have a Largo calendar on your refrigerator. Uh, See, calling me out just every step of the way, and it's just insanity. So then he kisses me for some reason, which I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I would have just bailed. I would have gotten out of there. And in my head, all I'm thinking again is, I'm not. I'm too pedestrian. I'm not. I'm too mainstream. Like I can't kiss him. How would Zoe Deschanel kiss him? (laughs) Like how? Who's what's? Who's the chick from Rilo Kylie? Like I want to do. I want to Jenny Jenny Watts. Is it Jenny Lewis? Yeah. Watson? Lewis? Um, I want to do like that, but I can't. My brain is just, it's just going. And so that's weird that, it, you know, that the kiss ends. So you bite his cheek? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I don't know. As a you painful? Back, like, <laughs> that's how I do it. <laughs> that's, I'm just weird and yeah. peculiar. You're not I'm into so that? I'm so weird. Yeah. I just, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> So that stops. Like, I mean, obviously the, the kissing ends. And then again, there's a moment where I don't know what to say. And we start talking about other stuff. And so I say something about Ryan Seacrest and how I think he's doing a really good job hosting American Idol. So remember, this is sort of the beginning. This is years ago. It's like the beginning of Idol. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, oh, that's cool. I've heard that's a that's a fun show. You know, I don't really watch TV. I don't I don't really own a TV. And Matt, you know this about me. I TV is very important to me. And sure. Like my heart died. Like I died. I'd rather him have denied the Holocaust. I'm Jewish. Like than say I don't own a TV or I don't know what you're talking about. So I say, uh, well, I I don't. I mean, I have a TV, but I'm not really that into TV either. And uh. at that very moment, I look over and t- the TiVo light is on. And this is super late. So why is that on? What's what are you doing, TiVo? Yeah. And I remembered that it's taping a uh, 
a late night showing of Judge Judy. <laughs> like that's how much I, television I, I literally set Tivo to take. So he kind of at that point he does back back off. He's like, all right, well, why, why's your Tivo light on? <laughs> he, he didn't say anything. I saw him see it, and we just let it. He let that one go, and then he yeah. just said, you know, it, this was a lot of fun, and and I will uh, I will I'll give you a call. I'll give you a call, Miss Cecily Nobler. <laughs> And that was that. Miss high-voiced weirdo. Hey, okay. Well, I look forward to it. <laughs> um, and that was, and then he never, he didn't, he, he didn't, didn't wait another month and call? He didn't call. He may have called. I mean, something may have happened in between. Like, well, what, he didn't call for a couple months. And I, I, I did go back to Largo because I was like, well, look, it didn't work out. I couldn't handle myself. But I, I can still go here. People play. But it was never the same. You can never really go back after that. And uh, I went back and there was some chick with, I remember she had like a Partridge family lunchbox and, and she was kind of hitting on him like that, that would be the one for him. That's not, it's not me. Like <laughs> that would be exactly like the kind, she's the kind of person, you know, like during shows when people yell out obscure songs that they want you to play, they want the yeah. musician to play. And uh, I always hated that. I was just like, let him play what's on the set list. Don't keep yelling stuff. Like we get it. You have the German B-side of whatever. Yeah. Um, so she was that chick and that's, I don't know if they got together or not, but that was, it's a sad story. Really? Uh, do you have a tissue? I'm going to, I need to, uh, there's a tissue in front of you. There's oh, yeah, a stack. <laughs> um, well, you know what? Actually, I, you one could say it's a sad story. I look at it as inspirational. Yeah. I mean, you went out with you, a lot of people, you know, never had that chance to go out with someone that they're. Well, I got, I guess the lesson I mean, is you totally messed it up. I totally messed it up. <laughs> I completely messed it up. But maybe you knew in your heart he wasn't the guy for you. I mean, he didn't like TV. That never would have lasted. Right. I mean, how long could you have done the fake voice? You know I don't I mean? know. I think forever. Maybe it's better than my voice. Maybe that's what I, the voice I was supposed to have. I think your current voice is better. Do you like it? Yeah. Do you like it? See, I like the other one better. Okay. <laughs> freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> um, I feel all right. I feel cleansed. Do you have any uh, last thing, any advice if, if you're out there? As someone who, because your book's about relationships. Yeah, it is. So if, if you're out there and you're a, a groupie or a big fan. I'm not a groupie. I'm never... saying, no, no, you're addressing, I'm saying you're addressing groupies or fans. Sure, sure. Uh, do you have any advice to them if they're interested? Well, here's something. If you don't know much about string theory, then don't try to bring that into the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> because you really, you can be called out pretty quickly on okay. that. That would be my advice. I Use guess. your real voice. Use your real voice and don't just drop string theory. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's it. I think that's perfect advice. Thank you. Well, thanks for being on Whale Cave, Cecily. <laughs> thanks for having me. Cecily Noble, everybody. <laughs> that was Cecily Nobler, the tale of love and obsession. Cecily Nobler. <laughs> um... Uh, really funny. I love when I find out my friends were in bands or doing cool things in junior high because I think about when I was in junior high and I was all I did in junior high I think was try to have my first kiss, which I you know did, and um, uh, I would record myself doing play by play of the Cubs in a mini tape recorder. <laughs> that was like my entire <clears throat> excuse me my entire junior high. I was like Dave Kingman, it's a home run. That's it. Nothing cool like being in a band like Cecily Nobler and Circo. All right. Uh, my, okay, so sitting across from me right now, um, another uh, uh, um, 
a person who did my show at UCB a couple times, a writer, storyteller. I said earlier his name is Kirk Pinchon. I think I was trying to put a little French spin on it. Kirk Pinchon, welcome. Thank you, yes. To Whale Cave. Thanks for being here. Happy to be here. I appreciate the French spin. Pinchon, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know why. I gave it a little... <clears throat> A little knowledge. You flipped it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with flipping. A little Creole. You flipped the script, as they say. I flipped say. the script. Yes. Speaking of flipping the script. <laughs> yes. Kirk. Yes. Kirk, um, I think you sent me an email about mm-hmm. the show, but you told me what you wanted to talk about, and I was I, I kind of I was surprised at your – this is also a story about obsession. Yes. Little, now that Cecily – let me, let me yes. backtrack. Cecily wasn't obsessed with – John Bryan. She, she had a crush on She's obsessed okay. with the basis from Circo. She was obsessed that with that That was the obsession right Oh, my there. God. That guy um, must be awesome. But if the theme is a bit of, uh, you know, obsession, uh, you have an obsession with... I do. Would you like to share? I have, I have an obsession with Bobby Brown okay. that I've had uh, for many years mm-hmm. uh, since I was a kid. Um, I think he's awesome. Mr. Bobby Brown. Mr. Bobby Brown. B. Brown, if you want to go that way. Sure. Um, I'll go that way. <laughs> go that way, and uh, I, I've just always been—I've always been into R and B and New Jack Swing. For those of you who know what New Jack Swing is, some people don't. Bobby Brown sort of invented. Bobby it. Brown. Oh uh, well, Teddy Riley invented it. Uh, I apologize. Produced, that's okay. I'm talking to a yeah. Bobby Brown enthusiast. Yeah, you're making me really <laughs> tense about that. Don't get it wrong. <laughs> Bobby's really important to me. Uh, now, Teddy Riley produced Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown's like the poster boy for New Jack Swing. But the sound of New Jack Swing was uh, invented by Teddy Riley, who's a producer, and he was also in the band Guy, which is my number three top band. Okay. Um, so as you can see, I have this taste in music that um, everyone in my life just fucking hates right you were saying before yeah before this that that's what you were saying that no your your wife everyone friends yes um and it's uh it's been that way all my life like now you know my wife uh you know she listens she's very gothy so she listens to you know this mortal coil the cocktoo twins full goth makeup she uh no she didn't do full goth makeup. she wears black she used to wear a lot of black she has long black hair Mm. um white powder she's often sad uh, you know, I love that um, music. Yes, Joe, yeah, I hear that. Um, you know, and all my friends like, growing up were into, you know, they were either into classic rock, you know, the Stones, the Who, and Zeppelin, or they were into, you know, the Smiths, the Cure, and all that. And then there's just me who's like, hey, check the new edition song. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Cool It Now is really freaking rocking my world. What got you in? Because I remember liking. Uh what was that telephone, Mister Telephone, Mr. telephone Man. Man? Sure, yes, I remember liking jam. that. Yeah, and you know, occasion I liked some of it. But what got? Is there anything that got you into it? Did you see you know, them or did you? I, I saw them. Did Bobby uh, Brown do a. I saw. I've seen Bobby signing. Brown. <laughs> I've seen Bobby Brown and uh, New Edition in concert once when I was eighteen in college. I saw them in Boston. I went to school in New Hampshire, and it was uh, Bobby Brown opening for New Edition. So uh, he did his set in the new edition close. I'll be sure was supposed to be there, mm. but he canceled, which I was really upset about. Not cool. I was like, not fucking cool, Albie. Not fucking yeah. cool. Um, I was really, I was looking forward to him, but he didn't show up. Um, I love I, that they came to New Hampshire. I wouldn't feel like they came to Boston. Oh, okay. You were I had going to drive to Boston. Oh, I went to I school okay. in New Hampshire. I had to drive to Boston. Wow. Yes, just to see them, uh, and it was a great concert. Um, Candy Girl. They did Candy Girl. This was around the time where they had the song um, uh, um, If It Isn't Love, anyone? From their breakthrough album, 
any heartbreak. See, no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. That's, that's okay. You're like educating. You're educating. We okay, body. My whole now. life. Well, this is. I'm actually. This is why I was so excited to do the show too, because like, whenever I'm talking about it, my friends like, dude, just shut up. We don't care. This is a safe place. <laughs> it's Kirk. a safe place. This is a safe place. But I think the. I think what. Uh, why I'm so into it is, and this is gonna. I'm not gonna even humble brag about this. I'm a great dancer. I'm uh, really good. Um, like any kind of dance, or just like new edition kind of. Well, I, I mean, I, I pop and lock. Okay. I grew up popping and locking, and I grew up break dancing. Wow. I know it's weird because you look at me and I'm yeah, like, let's oh, describe I, you, Kirk. Yeah. Let's sit, let's, <laughs> I look like I that... like Coldplay. Yeah, is what it looks. Like. I'm very, I'm very preppy white guy. Preppy white dude. Yeah. Okay. Short cropped. Yes. Sort of some, light some brown hair. Say I'm intense, uh, but that's only because I'm intense for Bobby. But um, maybe a young Scott Bakula. <laughs> Kind of that's what I'm I've, Matt Belknap nodding. Are we in agreement? I've, it's not. The, I swear that's not the first time I've heard that. Okay. Yeah. Scotty Bax. <laughs> Scotty Bax. Me and Scotty Bax. Um, yeah, that's right. And but so yeah, I've always been a really good dancer, and uh, like club dancing and popping and breaking and you know I've been in I've done dance offs. Wow. And one. Thank no you. No way. Yes, I've won dance offs. Um, At what level? I mean, we were talking, how old were you, in other words? Um, <laughs> I'm not doubting your professionalism. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. yeah. You want proof, don't you? No, no, just a high school, college, post-college? Uh, high school and college, a wow. little bit of post-college. Okay. A little bit of post-college. But there was, uh, um, see, I was actually, what we would do is, I was, uh, is even, this matches who, who I look like. I, I was in a fraternity as well. Okay. And That uh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so, now I'm with I, it, but I was I was the dance guy in the fraternity. Okay, um, and shockingly, no one was like, "Hey, who's the queer dancing all the time?" They're like, "This is the guy that dances." So I would go to other fraternities and have dance offs, um, and like take on their dance guy. You mean you just step to? <laughs> yeah. Like- yeah, like I would. The sig apps and be like, yo, wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, kind Pitch of. Pitch in the building. Was, <laughs> represent, yo. Um, put so, on every little step. It's right. There. I would put on every little step or, you know, some guy or so. I'll be sure, you know. So, and, you know, this was around the time of the Running Man and the Roger Rabbit. And there's mm-hmm. an actually a dance called the Guess Who. There was a Guess Who and all that stuff. How's the Guess Who? What's that? The Guess Who is a, the Guess Who is a little bit – gosh, how do I explain this? The Guess Who is a little bit like – the um, I'll be sure. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but that still doesn't ring a bell. There's a lot of. I guess I'll just do it. The the guess who's when you do this. Just so it's people like, know, it's, an, it's an arm left and right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I'm doing it to rhythm. <laughs> if this were taped, you'd be like, "Wow, he's really." Yeah, good. no, that was amazing. I wish really and I was sitting that. down during it too. Um, so I would go to the fraternities, and you know, there's inevitably in in the the fraternity dance culture, <laughs> there is there's always like a circle. There's always going to be a dance circle. There's never not a dance circle at a fraternity party. And inevitably, either someone drunk or someone who thinks they're a really good dancer will get in the middle and do some moves. <laughs> and, and everyone will be like, wow, oh, that's great. Woo. And so then I would kind of like bide my time and kind of like wait and wait. And then I would like step into the middle <laughs> and just wreck shop. And 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 destroy. And I really would. I'm not going to humble brag about it because no, uh, you're not humble bragging. Very, I was you're very just proud bragging. of this. Yeah, I'm just bragging. <laughs> just why not? I'm, I'm not going to front, as I used to say. Don't front. I'm not going to front. No. Um, don't perpetrate. Don't perpetrate. I'm not right. hating or perpetrating on my dance skills. So I would do, and I would go, and and be like, oh yeah, he won, he won. One time I did it, and uh, a football player stopped. He's like, stop it. 
we're not doing it anymore. He won. <laughs> Over. <laughs> and I was like, I was so happy. Yeah. I was so like honored that one of the football players in that college stopped the game, stopped the dance, and was like, this dude won. And I was like, that was really like one of my highlights, one of my highlights of college. Now, you, does this, uh, when you're out there, um, does it always have to be to, are you bringing your music? Are you putting in Bobby Brown? Are you putting in You know, I'm not, but usually, you know, around that time, people were listening to all the same stuff to dance for. So I would just kind of wait and get the right song. I did dance to uh, a Bobby Brown song for the fraternity. Um, there's this, uh, there was a Greek God contest at our school mm-hmm. uh, when I was, I think I was a freshman. And uh, basically, the it was for charity, so good cause. Sure. Uh, you know. Um, so what the uh, sororities do was they nominated like three guys from every fraternity um, to be a Greek god, and then the fraternity would choose the guy. I was none of those guys. I didn't get nominated. To be a Greek god. <laughs> no, not even close. I wasn't sorry. even on the list. I wasn't even on the list. Um, I, I was a little upset. Um, <laughs> I wasn't even on the list. But one of my good friends, Scott, was on the list. And he got nominated. So he was going to represent – I was a Sigma Nu. Uh, he was going to represent Sigma Nu. I was a Sigma Nu for one month. Were you really? Yeah. You know who else is a Sigma Nu? Harrison Ford. I, of course. <laughs> yes. That's how I got in. Yeah. <laughs> did you Did you go, oh, gosh, Greek life sucks. I'm out. You know what happened? Not to, I, I want to get into – I want to get deeper into Bobby Brown. Um, so do I. Not to quote <laughs> Whitney Houston. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, – with all due respect. Um but I, I was uh, I went to University of Michigan. I was I was pledging. We ran a pledge trip about a month into my trip. They tried pulling our underwear over our head. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm that done. was it. Fuck this. I understand. Yeah. And and I was in a comedy troupe. Oh, okay, yeah. And they were all hazing me. They were like, Can't believe you're in a frat. It was the other way. It was like reverse. Yep. Hatred about fraternities. I had you know that too because I, mean? I was a theater major as well. So you had it from the theater. I people. had it from the theater majors too. Yeah. Um, shockingly, the fraternity guys were like, Oh, you're a theater major. That's okay. Same with me. They were like, yeah. oh, we don't care that you're in an improv troupe called Highly Improvable. <laughs> That's fine. We love it, actually. You're hilarious. Two freeze took. See? Frat guys get bad rap sometimes. Yeah, they were cool guys at Sigma Nu. I just didn't like the underwear. I was like, the underwear, That's yeah, too it's much. no good. That's no I'm good. Done. I understand. Yeah. Um, anyway, so sorry. we did. So, it's okay. Greek Gog. So, Greek Gog. So, Greek Gog. So, so, Scott from Sigma Nu was nominated. And of course, there's a talent portion to the, the Greek Gog contest. And he was like, Oh, man, I don't know what to do. What talent can I do? You know, I'm, I'm a freaking communications major. I got nothing. And I was like, Here's what we're going to do we're going to dance to Bobby Brown's Every Little Step. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choreograph it for you. You are going to be Bobby Brown. I and another guy who is in the fraternity who is a pretty good dancer. Not as good as me, but pretty good. Not humble is, bragging. Not humble bragging. Sure. He's going to be <laughs> the other dancer. And we're going to reenact the dance of every little step okay. for the Greek God contest. And uh, he was like, yes. Because he was just happy to like shirk the responsibility and give it to me. Sure. So I – because of the song and because I was like so manic about it because like, you know, the dance was so important. I kind of went crazy with rehearsal. I rehearsed every day. <laughs> um, and he, and he was good to us. I was like, okay, yeah. And no. I was like, no, we got to learn it. We got to learn it. We got to learn it. And uh, we rehearsed in the party room of, of the fraternity and I closed rehearsals. <laughs> so there would be there. So I would like close doors and lock one, the front door and I wouldn't let any fraternity brother look. One fraternity <laughs> guy came in and just stand there. His name was Alex. And I was like, get the fuck out, dude. This is a closed rehearsal. You cannot be here. And he's like, you're a dick, Pinchon. I was like, I don't care. Get out. So I kicked him out. 
And we just had all these rehearsals and rehearsals and like we kept watching the video. We kept playing the song and um, and he got it. It was good. It, um, it was he did a great job. You know, he's he really kind of. He kind of embodied Bobby a bit, um, <laughs> you know, to, to my happiness, I guess I should say. Sure. You know, I was pleased with it. So the uh, – Can I play a little of the song, by the way, with uh, that? Just, how I can wanna, you not play the I song, I want to refresh please. people's memory a little bit because just a little taste. So this is what you were playing. <laughs> yes. And you love this song. I love this song. I know the song by heart. And it's funny because listening to dude here, I go, oh, okay, Maybe it is kind of dumb. But to me... No, don't back down. You know, to me, you know... Well, it's because, you know, like, Sister's talking about, you know, all these indie groups and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, is Bobby Brown cool? Yes, he is. But, you know, it's in this context, it's, it is very weird for me to hear. Um, I because think, I live in a bubble because no one else likes my music. First of all, I think you you just you like what you like. Yeah. And honestly, no, no jokes. Like, you, I think music, you like what you like. Yeah. My thing with this song, I, as I was saying to you before... I don't think there are any instruments that they're playing. No, not one. I, there's a drum machine. There might be like a synthesizer, but I yeah. feel like it's all coming out of some Casio. Yes, and that's that, probably, that's I not love bad. That. I, I love. I love. This, they might this be giants. Their first two albums were all like a Casio. Yes, just not as funky as you know. Well, they're pretty funky. Anyway, I just wanted to play a little. Um, just so okay. So yeah. okay, that's what you're playing that's, constantly. That's what, that's what we're playing every that's day. What you love. That's what you are. Every okay. afternoon. Uh, getting ready for the Greek God contest, and uh, I was just jacked to do it. I was really excited. I was because, of course, I was like, it's almost like I was like in the Greek God contest, right. Participating in sure. it, sure. Um, and so we're and they, why this guy? Why I'm sorry? Did you did you specify why? You, why Scott? Yeah. Why did he get nominated? No, no, I know. I don't need <laughs> I Scott's say. qualifications. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you said there were three guys. that were oh, he was the one. That he was the ascended. one. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yes, sorry. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. And he's a very charming guy and very popular, and that's why uh, he, the girls nominated him and not me. Um, Listen, you're a great guy. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna slow dance later. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Let's see. To the lobby, be sure. Yeah, hey, With night, you do and night and day. Oh, I love that you know I that. Feel about you. Sure. Those songs I all know. I all know all the slow jams. Yeah. And I love all those. Look, I love Don't Disturb This Groove by The that System. That is The System. That sure. is a jam. We that can is talk like about that. Classic. That's for another time. Yes. The System. Nice. That is a Big jam. Big Whale fans. The System. <laughs> so it's the Greek. It's the. It's the Greek God Contest. So okay. it's the night of. And um, they did in this auditorium. Uh, and it's packed. And it's huge. And, uh, you know, they go through the whole thing and midway through they do the talent um, portion and each guy does their thing. Someone played piano. Someone tried to do jokes. Someone did an Andy Kaufman routine. Uh, Amateur hour. (laughs) You're back there. You're like – I was like back there. One one fraternity – I was ready. One fraternity did did a lip sync too Hmm. and they did it to uh, the song Do the Right Thing, which is by uh, – I think uh, – God, that's embarrassing that I don't know that. Uh, but um, – Matt Belknap's nodding. It's uh, uh, do the right thing, not talk – it's not especially. He did it. I got it made. Um, uh, it's it's uh, re- Redhead. Uh, redhead. Redhead. Yes. Thank you. Nice. Kingpin, if you couldn't hear that. Redhead Kingpin. Redhead Kingpin. Redhead Kingpin. Pardon me. Don't know and that And so one. they did it and they, they went on right before us and I just – 
in a rage ran out to like the front of the stage and <laughs> stared them down because I was so just like I can't believe they're doing a lip sync and I'm doing a lip sync this is bullshit and those guys were just happy to get through it and they came off stage like oh wow, I was happy to do through it and I was like oh it's just on and so I go get Scotty because I'm like okay <laughs> we're going to do one more just kind of walk through the, before we oh, go really? on and I catch him um, you're like the coach in Miracle you're like <laughs> I was we blowing a whistle yeah. again if I had a whistle I would have blown again Wind sprints, wind sprints, um, and he was uh, he was doing a shot of Jack when I when I went to see him, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, man? You're going to ruin the dance. You're going to ruin this whole thing that we've worked on. Why are you drinking right now?" And he's like, Dude. "He's like I'm Bobby Brown." <laughs> yeah, Bobby Brown. <laughs> uh, You're lucky you I'm not know doing anything blow. about Bobby Brown. Yeah, um, and he's like, "I'm really nervous," and I was like, "Yeah, but don't go, to, don't drink." And he's like. I'm really nervous. You're making me more nervous. And if you don't <laughs> let me do this shot, I'm going to punch you. And so I was like, okay, okay, okay. Um, so we go up and uh, it's our turn to do it. And every little step comes on and we crushed it. We killed it. Uh, and by we, that's... you mean that guy? Well, I was, but I choreographed it. No, no, I know, I know, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm sorry. That was not nice. I didn't, it was, was not nice. Because nice. I was, was not. Uh, was just patently not nice. I apologize, I, I was nice enough to say we killed it, because in my head the whole time, I was like, I am You're killing right, this. you killed it. I'm, I'm killing it. In my head, I'm like, even though I'm not. <laughs> I don't know why I did it. Even though I'm not in the Greek God contest and not a Greek God, and I'm not playing Bobby Brown in my head, I'm like, this is all about me. This is all my sure. thing right here. Yeah, I know. Um, and uh, and we did it, and we cut off stage. And those other fraternity that uh, that did their lip sync, they came up and were like, "That was amazing! Oh my god, that was great!" And I was all like, "Yeah, yeah, it was, man. Thanks." And I totally <laughs> shined them off. I was totally shining them off. So um, after all that, uh, did that guy appreciate it? Was he like would, uh, the 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 guy that you basically saved? You know. He did appreciate it. He got me drunk afterward. He okay. came in second. <laughs> he, after all that, he didn't oh, win. Oh, no. He came in second. I was like, oh, I can't believe he came in second. Oh. Yes. I was, uh, we, I, I was disappointed. Were you pissed? That we're, I mean, because I know they announced that thing right there, right? I mean. They, like, it was like a, like it was a, like a real like, you know, like beauty concert where they eliminate, eliminate, exactly, eliminate. Yeah. And it was down to him and another guy at the very end. And I was like, oh, it's a lock. It's a lock. And then uh, <laughs> he came in second. I was like, uh, Again, I don't know why I was so invested in that because uh, I wasn't the Greek god, but I think maybe because I'd done so much work sure. on the Bobby Brown thing, um, it probably wasn't. That was that's probably what got him. I like to, to think that. I like to think that. I think his answer on uh, what you would do, uh, what would you say to an abused child? What was that? Uh, I don't. I wasn't good. He stumbled. Yeah, <laughs> he stumbled on the abuse because all the money went to. Uh, and that's like, a softball. Yeah, really. I know. Yeah. So I was a little disappointed, but you know, we he got me drunk afterwards, and we partied through the night, and okay. uh, we ended up. People would request us to dance that number at parties. So for like the next four months, they put on, every time it was on, I would do the dance. So then you finally got to show people that like well, this is kind of my jam. Yeah, this is kind of my thing. Even if he wasn't there at the party or something, I would just do it. Would you do like you did at the other frat parties where you'd let him do it a little and wait and then go out and crush him? <laughs> I, not so much that, but, you know, in the, in, the, um, in, in the choreography, you know, I'm a backup dancer, so I, I was in the back. 
when we did it at parties and like, hey, go do that song, I would get right next to him and do it. So. Oh, I see. So when you actually did it, you would, in the Greek God, yes. you were actually on stage, too. I was on stage, yeah, like like 200 people. Oh, see, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought you he just went out there and did his business. Oh, no, no, no. I was the backup. Me and this other guy did the backup. This is a backup-themed show <laughs> I know. Today. I've dreamt of being a backup dancer. Wow. I would love to be. Well, it sounds like you did it, Kirk. <laughs> I I did. I've lived a dream today. You did live a dream. It was great. Um, and do you have? And now that Bobby Brown, just real quick, now that he's gone, you know, because he's gone through a lot of personal stuff. Yes. Does that? I know sometimes like that'll tarnish how you think of an artist, or do you separate Bobby Brown, the the maybe troubled person now? And I uh, separate. Yeah. You separate. You know, because for me, it's it's I think you that have time to, right? period. Yeah, it's that time period. And you know, I was young, and you know, I was eighteen. And, you know, that music was, you know, you know, that whole New Jack Swing sound of Bobby Brown was right at that time. And it's like, so I've, I've kind of anything outside of that, even his other albums, which frankly, eh, they're not that great. Um, but that moment in that album, I've kind of like, you know, put a protective barrier around and, and, and cherish it. Yeah. Yes. It's your prerogative. <laughs> oh, see, you fit it in. You got to do what you got to do. That's right. Kirk, thanks so much for being here. My pleasure. I, I have to say, honestly, I've never had anyone come on. And talk so uh, lovingly about Bobby Brown, <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. I like that. I love. I, I love that everyone has their own. Everyone's got their very something. specific things. I have a specific thing, and that specific thing is Bobby Brown. Well, may it may you cherish him for all your days. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Seriously, Kirk. Thanks. Thank you. I'm sorry you didn't win. It sounds like you deserved it. I, I should have won. Um, next time. Next time you're in a fraternity. <laughs> all right, folks. You know what? That's our show. We're gonna go out with a little. Little vacationer here. Song's called Everyone Knows. Please download it. It's off the, their album uh, called Gone. I want to thank Cecily Nobler, Kirk Pinchon, Matt Belknap, as always. I was right, by the way, about <laughs> Mexican radio. He confirmed it. Um, you've been uh, owned by Brown. Thanks to you, too. Uh, you've been listening to Will Cave. Thanks so much. You've been-